Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Weekly Word Podcast. I'm Chris Hout, AIM Coach, and this is episode 126. And the Weekly Word Podcast is an ultra-endurance resource. In this Weekly Word Podcast, I discuss what we can do in order to achieve our ultra-endurance outcomes. Most of this discussion is applicable to most any endurance athlete. I found that the topics many of my athletes ask about, want me to discuss, or explain in more depth, is what most endurance athletes are interested in as well. Training, nutrition, recovery, sleep, balancing daily life since we went all in pro in something other than this sport, mindset, and the overall curiosity with what the ultra-endurance lifestyle unleashes within us, why it resonates so deeply with so many of us. This week, since I was out on the coast drive, and I'm just coming back from taking 42 athletes down the coast of California, and the experiences with that, and just sort of cleaning up from that, I have a podcast for all of you where I interviewed a new athlete. And this athlete had originally reached out to me or his wife um, in order in order to have a consult. And that consult um, was more about lifestyle and more about what we can do to start the new year, to start a new training plan, to start a new approach to fitness, to start from scratch to returning to the athlete that he once was and creating that connection that I'm talking about to something deeper within us, something where we feel we're giving it our best athletic self, current athletic self, not former athletic self, every day, and ever so gently chipping away to returning to something that we, as athletes, feel contributes daily to our overall best version of ourselves. And I know this conversation is often brought up with regards to best version of ourselves. It's a buzzword, and there's a lot of that out there in the self-help motivational world. I understand that. But when we're talking about best version of ourselves, to me, it's part of a bigger circle. It's a holistic approach. And I believe that that athletic self, that athletic expression of ourselves can have a big impact on the overall version. It allows us to spend some time with ourselves every day, to be physical, to be primal, to connect to our inner self, to sweat, to be active, to activate so many things within our body that, again, make us more um, human later in the day or for going forward after the exercise, whenever it was. And so from that standpoint, understanding that this is a component, it's not the answer, It's not a cure-all, but it's a component in contributing to a better version of ourselves, current version of ourselves. And I keep saying current version because that's important to recognize too. It's our current version. We can't compare ourselves to the past. We can't look to be better or stronger or smarter or a better person than we were in the past because we can only do the best we can in the now. We have a different family than yesterday or months ago or years ago. We have a different life than months ago or years ago. We have different responsibilities, different projects at work, different career path, different overall uh, picture of our lives. 
And so constantly carrying with us a story from the past of who we once were and why we're not that is a difficult, difficult path to go down. But instead, the best current version of ourselves, it can start today. It can start in two minutes from now on starting to think about how, you know what, I'm doing my best here. And more than that is unfair for me to judge myself on. And again, endurance, athletics, athletics in general, but endurance athletics especially, I feel, and a lot of this podcast and a lot of how I coach and communicate with athletes ties into that in a big way. And you can hear that in this conversation with Pete. So I hope you enjoy it. I think a lot of the background and the discussion comes from it, and you'll hear it. And I will be back soon with a good conversation and questions and training insights and updates and observations from the coast ride. It was a really great um, couple of days and I will be back with that next week. So enjoy and again, please let me know what you think. I've gotten a lot of feedback about you enjoying the interviews and the sort of ad hoc way it just sort of flows. And yeah, we'll go from there for, as we head into um, episode 127 in a couple of days. All right. Thank you and enjoy. Well, good. Well, uh, Happy New Year, first of all. Happy New Year to you too. And so uh, we're going to dive into some uh, discussion around how to return to fitness. I think so. Let's let's plan on that. I'm going to stand you up there on my phone. So. I can uh, I can go hands free. Bear with me. I am. Sure. Don't tell anybody I'm a technologist, please. <laughs> I like it. There, good. Great. How's that? Good. Good. Works fine for me. So, um, tell me a little bit about um, how you envision yourself taking these this step, growing this step of your fitness and uh, achieving the, the sort of outcomes that you have in mind? Um, so I suppose, I mean, what I've done so far is um, I have a trainer, mm-hmm. um, a PT, um, who here in the UK, local to me, who um, I was with actually this afternoon uh, for an hour doing some mobility work, which was interesting. Um, but um, and I'm with her again in the morning. Um, so this that side of things, um, I think you know, there's a strength element, there's a mobility element. Um, I haven't moved a lot in the last six to nine months. Okay. Um, there's a um, obviously the diet and nutrition side of things. So you know, I'm trying to get that in check. The drinking, which is um, which is now day six, and it's absolutely fine. Um, yeah. Um, and I suppose is the from from my perspective, it's kind of trying to prioritise the health and wellness, my health and wellness mm-hmm. side. I tend to prioritise um, the family's health and wellness, and I don't know if Kate mentioned to you that she's she's not well, or um, yeah. So 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 Kate has uh, breast cancer, um, so. Um, so obviously that that's a priority yeah, for me. Yeah, uh, for sure. We have our own business, which uh, 
um, we're, self, you said we're self-employed. Um, she she can't work at the moment, so you know I'm I'm doubling up on the work. I'm yeah. looking after her. It's it's front of mind, um, and I have a a tendency and have had in the past to put myself some way back in the queue, mm-hmm. um, which maybe is a little bit of an excuse to behave badly as well. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah, I'm, I mean I'm making some positive changes uh, yeah. there. Um, I think I don't know how that sounds so yeah. far. Well, the this the steps that you've taken are already quite significant with regards to saying that stopping to drink. Um, is that just for a month, or what? What are the plans there? Well, my plan is to is to not drink until the day after the open water swim. Okay, so, so that's in May, uh, I think, or June? yeah, mid mid May, um, and. Yeah, it doesn't help that my friend runs a bar at the Mountain Festival. Um, <laughs> so uh, um, I promised him that I'll, I'll have a drink with him um, on the night after. But, you know, look, I mean, honestly, Chris, my relationship with alcohol isn't great. Um, you know, I don't I don't consume vast quantities, but I, I consume enough. You know, I often think that um, it, my father was the same and he was, a, he was also a senior rugby player. So, you know, of that era that taught, taught us how to drink but never taught us how to stop mm, so um point. yeah and it's uh and he didn't stop you know and uh, you know whilst he died of cancer he, i think that you know he was he was he was an alcoholic at the end of his life mm. certainly and um yeah so i think the, I, honestly i would probably be better without it but okay. you know my my sight is on mid-may okay uh, and then we'll take it from there i think but yeah and what kind of swimming experience do you have with regards to this open water um, endeavor? <laughs> no open water experience. Okay. Okay. That's for sure. Um, you mentioned swimming a little bit in high school and in school. Yeah, yeah. I was a, I was a decent swimmer in school. Nothing spectacular. Not like uh, um, well, obviously nowhere near your standard. But um, and I enjoy swimming. Um, I, find, I do find it quite dull at times. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> We didn't know better when we were younger, staring at that black line. Now we know better. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know better yet, which is why, (laughs) hence the reason for this call, I guess. But um, yeah, for me, it would be, if I was going down the pool, it would be, this is indicative of a lot of what I do, I suppose, uh, and over the last few years, is go down with a fairly aimless intention of of kind of spending you know 20 30 40 minutes in the pool Mm. um and just going up and down up and down um not 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 really understanding why i'm doing it apart from you know it does you good um and i guess that's the i think i mentioned it and i i stole the phrase off you i think um from from your podcast with rich roll but you know, exercising rather than training. So mm-hmm. there is no plan to a lot of what I do. Yeah. And therefore, going off plan is very straightforward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no, yeah, you keep, if there's no plan, you're not getting off a plan. <laughs> no. no. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, we, I, I swim occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, enjoy, I, I do enjoy it. But I know I'd enjoy it more if it had an intention. Yeah, yeah. And so, how long do you see yourself uh, uh, swimming? It's a one. How long is the swim? One point five miles or one point five kilometers. Kilometers. So, you see yourself swimming for thirty minutes, or 
What, what is it that you're thinking how long that will take? I've, I've really got no idea. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've not tested myself against that, you know, uh, for a long, long time. Okay. Um, so I've got absolutely no idea. Okay. Um, there is an open water, uh, so, so we have a, a, a number of pools around us, mm-hmm. um, and also there is an open water um, place. It's an old quarry that's been turned Great. into an outdoor center, mm-hmm. um, um, and I have a wetsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so all the things are in place. I'm just not doing anything yeah. with them. Yeah. So um, yeah, and I, I, what I don't want to do is is, is turn up w- w- without a plan. I guess yeah. really. Yeah. Um, even at the pool, you know, it's kind of getting my trunks on and, and um, my, my swimmers and kind of just jumping in the pool and thinking, well, for how long? Yeah, is it, yeah. Is it third lengths? Is it, you know, um, and then just doing it and getting out and not really feeling any great sense of um, achievement. Yeah. And how often do a week do you work with your uh, trainer? Uh, twice, currently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're thinking about from a perspective of till May, you have to consider that for the five months, getting ready for 1,500 meters is um, you have plenty of time. Um, yeah. But hopefully you're also thinking of it, this is just a means to an end that I want to use the event as a way to jumpstart consistent fitness, consistent training. Yeah consistent connectivity to some sort of activity and um, healthy lifestyle. So um, that, of course, is is all good and great. Um, but the other question would be, uh, is that distance, is that event challenging enough to sort of scare you a little bit and keep you motivated? Because um, if you used to swim and uh, you get, let's say, somewhat consistent about it um, right oh let's say three times a week 40 minutes and we work yeah. on some swim sets you will quickly be swimming in 40 minutes 2000 meters um so therefore will a 1.5 kilometer swim even if you try to do it at a best effort be something that really says all right well now i got to continue working i have a little bit of a fear can i do it how will i do it will i embarrass myself all those things will go away within about eight weeks of consistent work. So I would ask, is it enough to keep you challenged, to keep you um, motivated? Um, Right, so so thank you for that, because that is a really good challenge and um, that there is a longer distance available. Um, And how long does that go? Because <laughs> um, remember, it's you're talking to an ultra endurance coach, so I'm always pushing athletes. <laughs> I just had an athlete the other day. He just wanted to do, uh, you know, the twenty nine oh twenty nine, the the the, the yeah, yeah. challenge, and then a half Ironman. And I said, "Well, you're going to be way fitter with all this training we're doing. Like, why don't we find you something that really scares you?" So I'm, I'm I constantly do this. I, so I apologize, but it's also it's important because when we lack the motivation, because motivation is fickle, it does not last very long. Um, we want yeah. something that really has us on the edge of curiosity as well as fear. We, you know, we want to use that to our advantage um, and help us achieve outcomes versus um, fear and then not doing it. So it's got to be right in that space in between. 
I know if I stick with it, I probably can do it. It will feel really amazing that I did it. But if it's too challenging, it becomes unrealistic and we throw in the towel. And if it's too easy, it's easy to sort of miss some training or, you know, you, the, the, the challenge there also goes away. So we want to stay right on that edge. So that's the thought. Right. So the double distance. Mm -hmm. Oh, double. So three kilometers. I think it's 3.2 actually, okay. but uh, yeah, um, um, is the next, so there's a shorter distance, there's the one point, I think it's 1.6, uh, um, so it's a mile, um, and then there's twice the distance. Okay, and what's the temperature of this water? Will it be reasonable? Or in May in the UK isn't usually something that I associate with warm water. <laughs> No, and this is a so this is mountain water as well. So, uh, well, you know, big hills for you yeah. guys, but um, um, so it's in the Lake District in the UK. It's a it's our so there's a Keswick Mountain Festival every May. Mm -hmm. Keswick is the kind of um, home for kind of outdoor sports. There's yeah. you know there's big trail runs. There's um, um, I don't think there's an Ironman um, um, event yet, but there are all triathlons as part of it and all sorts. It's a big, it's a big get together. It's a, it's our spiritual home is Keswick as well. So we were married there, and um, our kids were christened there, and it's in the lake, great, where um, next to the town. So um, it's cold. Okay. It's never, it's never warm. <laughs> um, very rarely is it dry. Um, that's just the weather in general. So um, um, yes, it, it will be cold. Okay. Okay. So that that adds another component because being in the water for an hour is a different story now when the temperatures are cold. But you have a wetsuit, you said, and so that will become part of the equation. Um, all right. And then um, what would you say is, given your current life and um, work and responsibilities and family and so forth, what is your biggest um, obstacle you feel in getting, let's say, some time in for yourself every day to do some training? Um, I So... My, well, Kate is obviously right behind this because she she was in touch with you. Uh, the kids are amazing. In fact, my Saturday morning PT session, I bring my 11-year-old along now. You wrote that, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's great fun. And I know that you're a family man too. And, mm -hmm. you know, so they are a significant priority. Work is, um, is, is great. Mm -hmm. I love what I do at the moment. And, uh, um, but, it, you know, there's a lot going on. So, so there are long hours. I get a on the days when I go into into the client office, it's uh, it's a it's a five a.m. wake up. I leave the house about six, well, just before six, and um, and then I can leave at kind of three thirty p.m. so I can get back in time. So mm -hmm. there is time. It's tiring, um, yeah. but there is time. Um, there is a um, another way of doing it. So I could come back and I can go to the pool. Mm -hmm. I could come back and I can go to the gym. Uh, you can probably see behind me. So oh, that's. Yeah. So I've got the peloton mm -hmm. um, there as well, which is um, uh, so. So this is our our home office. Um, so that sits there, so I can use that at any time. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I don't think there's a lot. If I'm honest, it, it's that's yeah. the construct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, is there a pool on the way home from work or on the way to the office? Uh, both. Okay. 
Right. So there's one just by the office. So, so the journey is about an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. It, so I drive um, and there is a pool towards towards the office. I don't know what time that opens in the morning, but there is also a pool on the way back um, near, nearer to home. And do you find yourself more of a morning person for um, doing some exercise or do you find yourself an evening person or uh, no person? Afternoon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. It's my, prefer it's my it's, preferred time. It's interesting because um, it's a 50-50 split. Um, many people say, oh, I have to get it done in the morning. But there's also just as much of an argument to say, I'm, I feel complete that my work day is behind me. Now I can exhale and focus on myself. It's, yeah. it's different. Everybody has, others like to start it with that and then yeah. go to work. But I personally am the same way. I like to get work going and then interrupt it or finish it and then do my training. So I, I think I'm with you on that. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. So it's, it's more likely. And I remember years ago doing early morning uh, um, rugby training and, um, you know, I can do it. I can do it. You know, I, I tend to get up early anyway. Yeah. Um, um, I did, I did, Try a few five a.m. morning routines, you know, yeah. as written by various people. Doesn't quite suit me. Mm -hmm. You know, I like I like to be more contemplative in the morning, so I enjoy. Yeah, you know, that to me, if I'm driving into the office, it's good protected time to to educate myself. So I I listen to podcasts and and audio books, and really enjoy that time. Um, so I you know that feels to me like a really good use of time. Agreed. Um, and then the the afternoon is when I, I think I'm I'm probably better performing. Okay. Late at night, late at night's not great either. No. So, so it's that it's that kind of three till eight. Okay, and is that realistic? Let's say twice a week, three times a week, on the way home to get some swimming in, to get some time in. Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. Yeah. So we could yeah. definitely set that up, and then um, PT is uh, is in the afternoon on the way home or local or no Saturday one day Saturday morning so 9 till 10 um, in the morning uh, Joseph and I uh, um, go down to the PT so that's at the rugby club down um, local to me um, but then of course we've got the whole of Saturday mm. uh, and we're not we're not usually we're moving around all over the country seeing people but with um, Kate's position at the moment we're yeah, yeah, we're 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 hunkering down, so yeah. there's definitely time of the weekends as well. Yeah, the the challenge with the pool on the weekends is the structure and it's full and yeah. uh, things like that. So a routine during the week, I find swimming better. Okay, um, and then maybe on the weekends we do some hiking, soon running, um, um, even a morning peloton, something to yeah. stimulate the heart keep the energy levels going of what you're doing in your primary focus, which is swimming. Um, yeah. And then down the road where we say, okay, you know what? There's a good weekend here. The kids are gone or something like that. And I say, let's, um, or we say, let's say uh, we swim on a Saturday morning and yeah. use a fourth, an extra bigger window to really yeah. feel good about, uh, and it doesn't impact life, family, the work in any way, and it doesn't necessarily need to be a schedule. So, okay. Um, right. So that can work great. Um, and then the, the beauty of your event too is also you'll get a good sense of where you're going after the 
40 minute, 45 minute swims um, because you'll feel better and better. Three times a week for now is plenty. Yeah, okay. Um, and I can surely deliver some structure around that for you. Great. Um, you would want to do some strength. So the question around the PT work or the trainer work, excuse me, PT in the US means um, um, physical therapy. So okay. in reading your email, I had to remember, oh, he means um, personal trainer. Okay. Um, and so that's why I, I'm getting the two um, mixed up. So your trainer work, your strength, is that, as you say, it's mainly mobility. Well, I'm splitting it at the moment, um, two sessions a week. Um, gotcha. One is mobility and one is is more strength. Okay. Um, so we do a, a few strength timers. She is aware that we're having this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Is aware that you know the swimming stuff might be, um, you know, the main focus. So she's yeah. happy to support in whatever way, yeah. um, and 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 design our programs around that. Great. Well, well, I would usually do there is I would send you a few ideas for the strength work, and she can take a look at it and adapt yeah. it to what your range of motion, what you're currently doing, weight loads, maybe things where she says, ah, that might be we need to progress to that. So let me do a few exercises and few. Um, routines to lead you up to the work that I would sure. then be recommending. So that is always helpful. It's always a great idea. Um, okay. So what we're what we're seeing here is you're creating a um, a format whereby you're getting a fair amount of aerobic work in, which is really important. Um, changing lean muscle mass, um, activating your um, metabolism, and just overall changing your body composition that you feel really good about the progress and it yeah. won't fatigue you that much that you're like this is overwhelming um, okay. the other side is we're also getting in some good um, um, different muscle fibers with regards to shorter more intense strength work um, cartilage ligament meniscus all that um, to get you stronger durable the whole the entire body um, so that if you are enjoying other aspects of it, maybe not less, not as much swimming, but maybe some loaded hikes with, let's say, a backpack, and you you go for ninety minutes straight with the kids or something, and you say we're going on a hike today, and in order for me to make this hike interesting for all of you, um, I'm going to wear fifteen kilos on my back, and you guys can just do what you want. <laughs> Whether you want to run ahead, come back, ride your bike. I don't care, but I'm hiking this and I'm going to make it hard on myself. Um, okay. But again, so it's easy to do with the family, but uh, it's not necessarily where you're saying this is a waste of my time. Great. Okay. And you might even say, you know, this that was actually quite, sort of fun and enjoyable. I felt the strength of my body and so forth. And that we say, all right, well, maybe there's some events around that that we challenge ourselves post swimming where you say I really like the outdoors I really like the hiking I really like the running I really like the jogging I, I whatever it is yeah um, and because the other issue is that jumping into something like running like hiking too quickly is yeah. it runs out again the motivation of all right how do I get fit for it and how does this feel and I don't feel like it's doing enough and the swimming along with the strength along with a little bit of cross training will have enough of an effect that then in two three months from now you start feeling like all right i can see how i could do more loaded hiking what we call roughing yeah. i could see how i could actually do a trail run occasionally 
and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And of course, the strength work. There's many components to the strength work where we could just take that to also make it an endurance component. Um, yeah. So that overall, just the body gets a much better sense of, wow, this is what we're doing consistently now. And let me adjust, let me adapt to what I've been asked to do. And just like in your rugby days, training is just a question of time and adaptation. And once that threshold has been re re reached, you actually feel sort of really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sure. really to take on other things. So, okay, great. So we've got, because obviously we, you know, A, I'm very heavy. Mm -hmm. um, B, you know, some some injuries, um, some current niggles, mm -hmm. as we say. I don't know if you call them niggles. Yeah, I call them niggles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, my left knee in particular, my right ankle was, it, touch wood, it kind of, it works. Yeah. And um, that's the site of the original kind of significant injury. Um, so, the, so, so the running, which I enjoyed, I used to enjoy the running, mm -hmm. um, uh, even though I was, you know, kind of probably one of the heaviest guys running the London Marathon in, mm -hmm. in 2001. It's, uh, um, I, you know, I've always enjoyed it. Cross country was a big part of, of, of our rugby training. You know, we we trained in Sherwood Forest, believe it or not. So, um, so uh, um, yeah, we've, I've always enjoyed it, um, but I just can't do it at the moment. And, and hiking is is our real passion. Yeah. So, um, um, but again, I can't. I, with the weight, with these niggles, you know, I can't really enjoy um, going out and doing a big multi-day hike. Absolutely. Um, so and it's not something we would think about or want to in the beginning. This is a gentle, gentle progression. And for you, what is important too is absorbing the routine first of swimming and some strength. Once okay. that feels good and it almost feels too easy, then we start in... Um, inserting some other new components. And then once that feels fully good and absorbed and almost um, not too easy, but doable with schedule and not impacting the swimming and the, the desired outcomes, then we can start thinking about other components to add into it. But it's always very unrealistic to think that we're gonna do all these components at once the whole thing just blows. Yeah. So okay. for yeah. sure, the swimming is the focus. Um, we will want to work on some ankle flexibility in the swimming so that that foot is not just dragging straight down. As you know from swimming, we want some range of motion in that ankle flexibility so you actually get some propulsion, propulsion okay. out of that kick. Um, even if it's just very light, very easy, as long as it's not hanging as an anchor on the back, makes a big yeah. difference. And the fact that you can point your toe to the other end of the pool somewhat um, yeah. is key. Many can't. So if you, with your rebuilt ankle, can do that, you're already way ahead of <laughs> what right. most triathletes struggle with from a swimming okay. level. So, but we'll do some um, upright kicking and so forth in order to just to really get that motion going and strengthen the whole chassis from core, hips, knees, and ankles. So, right. um, okay. Yeah, so the, I would definitely recommend that. I mean, that's three or four minutes in the middle of a swim or in the beginning of a swim just to activate and loosen that up. So, okay, right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where I would sort of start from the 
activity side, from the movement side, from the strength side, from the fitness side. Um, continuing to um, remain um, aware and focused on the nutrition aspect will be important too, right? Um, you don't yeah. want to work against yourself. <laughs> so um, what it is? what is it that you feel is your biggest obstacle when it comes to nutrition? Or how you eat during the day? Yeah, so um, again, I think sticking to it. So, um, so I'll often forget um, and then snack. So snacking is my biggest problem. Yeah, okay. Um, and um, yeah, the tip, probably the most typical trap Mm. um is um so i'm i'm, I'm hungry in the morning mm -hmm. you know i enjoy i enjoy eating in the morning um and um <laughs> it's it's probably it's probably when i enjoy eating the most okay. uh, not the most as a volume but the yeah. most enjoyment yes. um so um um but but often i'll because it's an early start yeah i'll have a um, i've been using huel um their new black um which is a, has a higher protein component. Um, um, it's 400 calories a, a you know a pop, and that's fine. It's very nice. Well, it's not very nice. It's manageable. Um, yeah. And um, um, and then uh, uh, but, but then I'll get a dip. You know, uh, mm -hmm. kind of mid morning. And mm -hmm. uh, often serviced by a caffeine shop. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a cup of coffee. Um, lunchtime tends to be a, a salad. Okay. Yeah, honestly. So, you know, as you know, I'm, I'm plant-based, so I've been for a long time. Um, and then lunchtime, kind of afternoon is, is nothing, really. Yeah. So I tend not to have anything yeah. apart from snacks, you yeah. know, because you just don't timetable anything to eat. And yeah. The time I get in the car to, to drive home, it's kind of like picking on things, maybe stopping at a service station and, you know, picking up something sweet and sugary. Yeah. Um, there you go. Again, not not massive volume, but yeah. um, and then I get home and and it will be we, we tend to eat healthily in the evening, but I might pick as I go along. So yeah, we tend to have um, t typically it'll be a big it'll be a butter bowl of beans and and, and veg and, mm -hmm. and you know maybe some tofu and mm -hmm. and greens. Um, so that side of it's good, like. You know, if if I was to take kind of three meals, they would probably be pretty good. It's everything yeah. in between. Yeah, and I'm probably not. I'm probably not getting enough calories. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's a combination there. It sounds like of, like you mentioned, not enough calories, along with that when you do get the calories, something easy and quick is there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I mean, of course, with the the increased load of training then demands will go up. So we'll want to make sure that those are, um, you know, met. Um, it's also a question of preparing, right? And knowing that you have things in the car so you don't have to stop at the service station. Um, it's a question of, you know, it's also, again, we don't want to be too strict and make too many changes. Uh, I can't reiterate enough that whenever that happens, it's too much, and and the body's yeah. willpower only can be applied to so many things at once, <laughs> and so we would surely want to stay, increase the activity, while being more aware of what we're eating, not necessarily eating less or avoiding 
It's just noticing right. also how we feel in the pool. For example, if you start going to the pool and notice, wow, if I have that service station snack, I didn't feel too good in the water. Well, that will take yeah. care of itself, right? Because then you'll start thinking, okay, I'm not going to stop at that service station on the way to the swim because I want to feel better. But you might start thinking while at work, I do need some energy for this afternoon because that swim is significant. What can I have here? I think in a lot yeah. of cases, we allow that to sort of happen in its own way um, through observation, through thoughtfulness, and then making the adjustments ever so gently as we're going along. For, for so much of our actions, we like to say, okay, no more of this, and we stop this, and get yeah. this out of the house, and that sounds great for about a week, and then you're like, well, come on. <laughs> so um, that's what I would recommend there, not right. overdoing it. Let's get the activity up, let's get the fitness moving, and then you might be the type of person where this all sort of takes care of itself because you're so aware of what's happening, and you say, okay, therefore, no service station stop. Or therefore, yeah. um, I want to eat this instead of this. Or maybe your metabolism completely changes and revs up and you feel hungry at different times of day. Um, and so that maybe you have a more significant lunch. And then yeah. therefore, that will carry you through the swim. Then when you get home after the swim, you can say, all right, well, now my picking is okay. Right? Because I'm... Yeah. So it depends. It's so unique. That's the that's the beauty and the hard part of nutrition is there is no formula and the fun is actually observing what works for you. So I've um I, so I thank you for that. Um I and I think I mentioned on the mail that um there was some I think it's like you know, there's been classes lifestyle related, weight related, um insulin resistance yeah um which is a bit embarrassing quite yeah. frankly because that's a good sign of you know well you know you've got to a place where you really shouldn't and bearing in mind i work in health and health technologies and including with diabetes so, so i'm going to become the poster boy of um you know the nhs diabetes campaign so um um I, so i guess my own knowledge around that is to be more protein um, and based than carbohydrate based yeah. just because of the blood sugar levels. Is that sustainable? Well, I'm, I don't want to get into the how much protein, but because yeah. that's a bit of a nonsense, I know, but it's, um, I, does that ring any alarm bells with you? Or um, It would be hard to say because again, it's unique to what you need and how you respond to each one of those and the, the values of each and the ratios of each. So to say one or the other or how much of each is hard to know. Um, okay. And so, again, I think you'll learn a lot if you're... The biggest challenge will become observing how you feel. Yeah. As we increase the exercise load and the activity load. Um, and then having a good sense of how that's going will give you good insights with, all right, now nutritionally, let me adjust here and see how that affects how I feel, 
my yep. blood sugar levels in the morning when I get up. Am I ravenous? Am I not hungry? Am I able to focus in the car while I'm listening to the podcast or audiobooks? Yeah. All those little insights, it does require some, you know, mindful awareness in that respect. Yeah. Okay. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, and so are you eating enough at night so that in the morning you still have energy levels to do the things that you enjoy to do? Are you eating too much and it leaves you lethargic and not waking up in the morning or, yeah. So there's def there's so many ways to sort of see that and then fine tune for you. Great. Okay. No, no, that's good advice. And it's, uh, I've started doing some more journaling. So sure. it's, you know, we've got a view of keeping, well, both my wife and I, um, you know, are doing it. So she's keeping track of her treatment, mm -hmm. how she's feeling on the treatment. And then, so it's like, well, I need to do this too. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. That's, and it's easy okay. with regards to just a few questions that you ask and contract that. It doesn't need to be this piece of it. it doesn't need to be some deep, thoughtful <laughs> analysis. It's just sort of, huh, oh, felt sort of good today if you think about if I think about it. Um, this morning I actually had a ton of energy. I was really engaged and energy levels were good. Um, and then you sort of think, note what you had for dinner or what you had for breakfast or what you did. And then you say, okay, yeah. noted. Let me see how that lasts. And, you know, so that was just three sentences or two check marks or a, a number value. How did I feel in the morning? How did I feel? What yeah. did I eat in the evening? A few things. And then you notice over time where, where the trigger points are. Um, okay. No, good advice. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Chris. Um, so I guess a couple of the other things um, on the email that I sent, yeah. if okay, um, were um, firstly around the kind of zonal training, but mm -hmm. also around the kind of keeping things in one place. So I think you asked the question earlier: what's your, um, yeah, what's going to be the biggest obstacle to yeah. um, to kind of doing the fear? Mm -hmm. And I pointed to this, <laughs> um, which is not my ever. Increasingly graying beard, but um, <laughs> um, my, um, um, just my, you know, sense of um, uh, having visibility mm -hmm. of what it is I'm doing mm -hmm. um, when I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm sure deep down somewhere in my psyche that I I purposely avoid something if I can't see it, but mm -hmm. actually I just forget about it is, is is what it feels like so so yeah so just touching on those two things if that's okay firstly this this kind of sense of how can we bring everything together do you have any hints and tips um yeah. you know i need to take ownership and accountability of that but you know if there's, if there's anything you can do to help there and then just this because I'm very interested in the zone two training, mm -hmm. um, and I'm very interested in the fat loss. Mm -hmm. Clearly, you know, for lots of reasons, not just mm -hmm. weight, but also, you, you know, the um, blood sugar issues, and um, and also, you know, do you want me to use that thing over there? Yeah, uh, to, to to help a, do that. It's a great thing for that. Yeah, I mean, the Peloton. I have been a slow, slow um, um, adopter. And, right. <laughs> I, and it's it's getting better and better. I, I like the concept in general. Um, yeah. It's just after 
you know, my my parents when I was a child had even a, you know, a, not even a Nordic track. It was like some Jack LaLanne early yeah. torture machine. And yeah. so all my life I've seen equipment in the home that just turns into a clothes hanger yeah. um, or a piece of furniture that doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, great. And so that's why I was like, oh, well, Peloton, how are they going to be any different? It's lasted remarkably longer. Yes. No, I'm not sure if it's a funding question and a good marketing question, but the point is we want to use it to our advantage. Um, I've got it. I've got it. I enjoy it. Um, you know, I've done, you know, I've probably done a hundred rides on it, you know, and yeah, that's not just looking at the nice pictures that are often in front of you, but, um, um, you know, I enjoy the scenic rides as well. Um, so it's, you know, if we can make use of it, then absolutely. And, Again, I'm a big believer in overall fitness. Um, okay. Your ability to swim three kilometers is not what I would worry about. Um, I am more focused for you and the overall picture at the end of, so that come end of May, you can say, not only did I complete this swim, but I feel overall better, stronger, fitter, more connected to, like I say, that athletic version of myself. Might not be the best athletic version of myself, but I'm on a path towards that. And I feel more in tune with that. And I now have the tools and the infrastructure and the awareness around continuing this. I, I, I'm close enough that I feel that I can do a lot of it on my own. I've created habits and a routine and an infrastructure that allows me to switch between Peloton and swimming and some strength and some amazing hiking, all that. And if that becomes a cycle at the end of May that we say that you say, you know what? I started in January and here I am and I believe I have more ahead of me or I've created a new normal or I've, I never thought I would get this far, but I feel great. Yeah. That's where we're going. That's at the end um, of the day, yeah. that's all I care about. And I'm very, by the way, I'm very ambitious. So this is, you know, it's kind of, this is not me. Yeah. You know, this is not my normal may won't be my normal yeah yeah routines the the new lifestyle might be the normal but yes. I'm, I'm incredibly ambitious i've done a lot of very well, he, ambitious things in the past he, I've to just... interrupt you there for a moment we also don't judge ourselves on what our past was you have okay. the opportunity from today on and a choice to say well that was that and yeah. i am this now and i'm excited to be this now and I have an amazing opportunity because I have choice, I have agency to do that now. You can be an athlete as of today. It's a mindset and it's a, it's a way of living. It has nothing to do with body composition, with ability, with talent, with past injuries. It's a mindset. Okay. And, so, and we will do that. So the other aspect around that is your um, question. I would use... Uh, What's good for now is training peaks, like I put most of my athletes on. It's just an all-encompassing um, website that has your training in it, that has, you can monitor your sleep in it, you can sort of monitor your weight in it and your progression, and you can charts galore <laughs> and data everywhere so that you can just gently 
see how you're progressing, where you're going, what it's been doing. So it, the Peloton can be added to it, all kinds of things. So I will okay. introduce you to that. And okay, then swimming, the zone training is a little bit difficult. Um, there I like to do more um, a different type of testing. But for the Peloton, we should definitely get you in the zone work. Um, does right. the Peloton have a testing threshold um, format? It, it does. Um, so, and there are rides, uh, so there are zonal rides, mm -hmm. um, um, and there are, and you can input your zones mm -hmm. in there. So, it yeah. can. But does it know. have a, for, a test that it applies to get your zones, or do they do the age minus? The weather but today. They do the standard thing, yeah. and, and Chris, there's a, I've identified a place near me that does the testing. Excellent. Um, so, because I kind of preempted that you might, you know, want me to yeah. do a test, proper lactate. Well, it's um, fun to learn too. It's hey, I've really never fun. done it, so I'm yeah. excited to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, great. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's so, how it works. I mean, from that standpoint, we'll have the zones. You'll have the website to sort of track it all. Um, you know, and cognizant and aware of how you're moving forward. And yeah. Okay, great. I think you've answered all my questions. Good, good. Uh, and what about um, how are we going to uh, work past um, the dark, difficult months? Um, are you feel so you're motivated now? But what about in six, seven weeks from now when life or work gets suddenly gives you a good reason of why to say, yeah, but life and work got in the way? Well, unfortunately, I don't have the answer to that entirely. Otherwise, I'd be a very wealthy man, maybe. <laughs> um, um, maybe I should find the answer. Um, but um, oops, Bonk. Well, you've lost me. There we yeah. go. Technology again, and so I—I um, I mean, I do think a big part of this is is visibility and accountability. So, you know, we've talked before about um, um, you know having having a view of what it is I'm supposed to be doing, when it is I'm supposed to be doing it, how I'm supposed to be doing it. Um, so, to me, that works. It's worked in the past with other things. Um, yeah. I think that's a tool that I can, or a technique that I can use. Yeah. Not, um, but, you know, feel free to give me some guidance there. Yeah. I mean, I think your journaling is already going to be helpful and just a little bit of a routine daily to sort of, at the end of the day, a brief two minutes, 90 seconds of just saying, how did I do today? Um, what did, What opportunities did I miss? with um, where I could have been better or quicker or more diligent or set my priorities straight. Um, the challenge becomes that we, we all have so many things that can compromise our time and that at the end of the day, if we look at the buckets we put our time into and say, hmm, I probably wasted a good 45 minutes there. Yeah. Um, and again, ne never in judgment, just but just all to get a better sense of how I will do better or remain consistent or strong with this. Yeah. Um, and again, in, in order to set yourself up for a better tomorrow, um, yeah. or staying on the, on the program, right? Um, so there's that. Then, of course, um, 
creating that infrastructure. What I like, especially for you, would be a good repetitive pattern so that you know Wednesdays, oh, it's Wednesday. I'm going by the pool on the way home from work. It's Thursday. Yeah. It's a Peloton day. Therefore, I can just keep it simple here, more time effective. So You're absolutely spot on. Okay, I think, good. Yeah. You, you, I, I think I've craved that in the past. Is mm -hmm. um, it's almost a prescription yeah. um, um, kind of attitude where it's, it's, you know, the variation is limited, so yeah. that I can, you know, so a, a, it's easier to kind of keep in there, um, and b, it, it, it just simplifies things. So yeah. that we know I can put that into the family diary, so that everybody else knows. You know, it's uh, and, and and again, it's you know, it, it's. It's visible. Um, yeah. So yes, you're right. I think that would really help. Good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, from that standpoint, we've discussed pretty much everything to get you rolling and get you started that there is to discuss. So, I mean, yeah. Other questions you might have for me? Um, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I'm very interested in what you do, but then again, I follow you, so. Um, you know, it's, uh, um, I think, uh, uh, so I suppose there is one other area yeah. I'm just interested in your view on, and that is, so on the mental health side yeah. of things, um, we, uh, I know that I feel tremendously different when I exercise, you know, always have done, you know, not just the initial kind of endorphin rush, mm -hmm. um, you know, so whether it was rugby, you know, obviously there's a great physicality with rugby, mm -hmm. um, um, and you know, I boxed as well. So there was the great physicality with boxing. I've missed that some, in, you know, in some ways, not in others, <laughs> not being on the end of it necessarily. Yeah. But, um, um, but, um, uh, but so it's not just that initial rush; it's just the general feeling. And you, I think you've talked about that as well, mm -hmm. anyway. So. But it's great for the mental health, and I think um, a few years ago, I I I, I was diagnosed with PTSD. Mm -hmm. It's all done. It's all fine now. Um, had great treatment, um, but obviously, I've got to stay pretty strong. It's tough, tough at home at the moment. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, is there? A, I there was another angle to it which I thought of, which was, and it's something that you said on maybe a few uh, podcasts. Um, that um, there was the the acceptance that just taking part is okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. You know, I can't do the no pain, no gain. You know, and I want to be. I want to, and I I don't always do this. I want to be able to kind of accept the fact that I'm not going to win. Um, I want to enjoy the fact that somebody else is winning, yeah. you know, um, and, and, and be a part of it, feel like I'm part of something that is, is beyond me, yeah. I suppose, yeah. um, and, and, and get to that point because I'm, yeah, I'm, I have been competitive, yeah. um, and I'm not competitive at the moment. Um, and often I think I'll pre prevent myself from entering something or taking part in something because I'm not competitive. Yeah. Or because I can't be competitive, yeah. if you like. Um, well, technically, you could. Because if you think of it, um, I had an athlete many years ago, and we used to give him a hard time because he always said, I'm the best 
dad over 50 with three kids and a construction company with two partners and um, and in my town. <laughs> like he, he, he would narrow it down to enough qualifiers that he was always a champion. I was like, so we would joke about it, but there is a truth to it because each of our situations yeah. is uniquely different. And when we're younger and competing on a plateau when we're in our 20s or in our teens and saying, well, th everybody's similar then. They're all finishing school. We're in school. We're all just sort of starting our lives. We don't have families and homes and all the career and anything of that responsibility. The other part there too is don't forget um, our self-care and our time for ourselves. it's not selfish. It allows us to have the energy to give to others. And so it becomes important to keep that in mind. If I take care of myself, if I love myself, if I heal myself, I am now in a position to give all that and more to those around me. In your case, family and your wife, and, but also to work. And um, it's, the, to me, that is the, the important aspect to remember, whether it's exercising, whether it's competing, having an opportunity to check in with ourselves on a daily basis to feel physical, feel active, feel connected, to feel strong, to feel confident is all part of it. To then shut that down and then move on with our day or finish the day and knowing, you know what, I checked in with myself. I can give now because I gave to myself. It's, I mean, it's so critical. And I mean, I just, of course, got off of a mindfulness uh, seminar down in San Diego and they talked about it there more about compassion for yourself yeah. but I tie yeah. that into also athletics of being able to take care of ourselves gives us energy to take care more of others whereas if yeah. we're depleted and if we're not giving ourselves that time it becomes questionable there's something inside us that says you're is screaming please me too <laughs> yeah. and so yeah yes so sure. for sure from a and that's the thing too, the excitement. I get a lot of emails every day of, you know, it just feels good to have something in front of me that I'm supposed to be doing. I can just go out and execute, finish it, feel good yeah. about it, and go on with my day. Uh, yeah. yeah, perfect. Yeah, So that's, that's, yeah, what train, that's what training is. A prescription, yeah. we execute it, we do it to the best of our ability at the time we're in, we're present, and we move on. Um, and yeah. that's what you're going to start doing. That's what 2020 is for you. Brilliant. Good. Okay, good. Thank, thank you, Chris. Of course. Um, Please let me know next, questions that you have. I will obviously have a bunch of follow-up for you. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, and then we'll take it from there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I will get probably a little bit more of a schedule from you to get a better idea of where we can fit okay. it in, if it's better Monday, Wednesday, Friday, if it's better Monday, Tuesday, Friday, things like that, details like that. But yeah. um, otherwise, I think our first uh, focus will be to create a repeatable week that you feel challenging in the beginning, just right in a few weeks, too easy in many weeks. Once we get yeah. there, I think it becomes 
a new venture of what the next step from their gut is. Okay, brilliant. Great. Perfect. Thank you.